Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called, What Could I Give Them? Arriving in plenty of time at Los Angeles International Airport, I was waiting to board my Boston-bound plane, sipping a sumptuous cup of Pete's coffee. All of a sudden, a woman started screaming, Help him! Oh, somebody help him, please! Turning quickly around, I saw her jump up and cast frantically about for someone, anyone who could lend assistance. I bound off my seat and got to her traveling companion just in time to catch his head and shoulders in my arms. His eyes rolled back in his head and he lost consciousness, going completely ashen. What could I do but pray? And so I did, out loud. Oh God, we need your help right now. So I pray for my friend in the way you told us to pray, in the powerful name of Jesus. Touch him, God. Bring him back. Reverse whatever is going on in his body, I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Momentarily, his eyes fluttered open as he struggled to sit up, surprised to see me for sure. About that time, medical help arrived on the scene. His wife, Alexandra, was a mess. She was completely beside herself. I stepped over and quietly asked her if she would like me to pray for her. She grabbed my hands in hers and said, Oh, yes, please. So I did what I knew to do. Quietly asked the Lord to give her his peace, to calm her, and, of course, to touch her husband. Then I hugged her and walked away to board my aircraft. What could I give Mike for healing? Only Jesus, that's for sure. What could I give Alexandra for peace, comfort? Only Jesus. And then, as I flew across the heartland of America, working on my laptop, a prayer request came into pastorwoman.com. Prayer We Need was the title. Here it said, Daughter Kyla, 16, was adopted from birth, was raped, dealing with suicidal issues and anxiety and self-harm. She is in hospital now. Pray she denounces things and is delivered and healed. Amen. I wrote back as I flew. Nancy, I am praying for dear Kyla right now, praying that God will pierce through her immense pain and give her peace. Where are you? Where is she? Thank you. And please keep me informed if possible. Christine DiGiacomo. The response. Oh, wow, thank you. We live in Hibbing, Minnesota. They took her to Fargo, North Dakota. Prairie St. John's, two days ago. She ran away and cut herself, then had three seizures. She wrote a suicide letter, but God kept her safe. Oh, friends, don't you see? Without Jesus, we are lost. I had no way to get to Kyla or Nancy, no way to whisk Kyla out of her hell, protect her from herself or anyone else, but Jesus. That's because without Jesus, we are a hopeless people. Without Jesus, then who else? 
Jesus for Mike in his desperate medical moment. Without Jesus, nothing to give his wife. No peace. And without Jesus, how could I extend hope to a woman in Minnesota as I flew overhead? And then, yesterday, I was in Nantucket, Massachusetts. While it is a picturesque, historic, charming little seaside town, I have to say that folks in Massachusetts are not the friendliest, not even in Nantucket. Grabbing a sweatshirt for Danny, I asked the salesperson what it was like to live on the island. We talked about the friendliness of her Jamaican culture and how different this all was, even after the many years she had lived there. Can I ask you, are you a woman of faith? Yes, I am, she replied. And what would that be, I pressed in. Christian, she said, without really looking up. Oh, me too, I warmly responded. And from there, we were off, like old, fast friends. Before I left the store, I asked her if there was anything which I might pray for her. Yes, please. I have been trying to have a child for many, many years. She certainly engaged me with her eyes at that point. I came around the end of the counter in an otherwise empty store. Let's pray right now. And then I did. Yep, once again, I prayed that in Jesus' name, her womb might be opened. In each and every case, individual though they be, only one will do. Only one can come and do what he can do, Jesus. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Colossians 1 verse 17. Throughout the Gospels, we saw that no one who ever encountered Jesus stayed the same. It is true today. No one who truly encounters Jesus stays the same. He alone is our light and life. I have come that they might have life and have it abundantly, Jesus declared. What else? Who else could we give them but Jesus? Jesus.